Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast, where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Hello and welcome to this week's Wealth Builders podcast. I am so excited about today because we are starting a series where we're featuring our Wealth Builders Conference speakers. We've got this amazing event that we do once a year. It's coming up February 16th to the 19th. And we have such powerful speakers for you. And I'm so happy to welcome Chad Franzen, our very own CEO and certified financial planner from Wealth Builders Investments. Welcome, Chad. Hi, Karen. Glad to be here. Wow, Chad has got some great information for us today. I learned so much from just talking to you, Chad, and I'm so excited for what you're going to be sharing with the entire audience as we look forward to what is happening in the market in 2023. Uh, And so real quick, before we jump into Chad sharing with us, I want to let you know the way that you can attend the Wealth Builders Conference, again, coming up February 16th through the 19th, is to go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash events and register. We've got a great price for you right now. And we have limited seats available in person. We've got live stream as well, but I think you are going to want to be a part of this in Denver, Colorado, again, February 16th through the 19th. All right. So we're going to kick off our amazing speakers with Chad. Chad, we're so excited to hear what is happening in the market and what can we expect in 2023? Well, thank you, Karen. I'm excited to be on the podcast today, and uh, we're going to break out the crystal ball here a little bit and uh, give some thoughts for 2023. And I'm really excited about the Wealth Builders Conference in February. It's always a lot of fun and just meeting meeting a lot of like-minded people. And um, so excited to see many of you out there at that. And I know, Karen, you and I were talking about the the speaker lineup for that. And and I'm excited to come and learn and, and be a part of it. So definitely look forward to seeing many of you out there as well in February. You know, at Wealth Builders Investments, Karen, you know, we get questions from all across the board on stock market, the price of gold and silver, real estate, interest rates, you know, all kinds of things. So I wanted to share today just maybe three highlights of what we see as we're ending 2022, kind of going into 2023 of, of what's happening, you know, kind of a, kind of a status check and really want to encourage people to take some notes here. Cause there's some key things going on in, in the, in the financial markets, in the economy that, that will impact you personally uh, with your money, with your jobs. Uh, and even with, you know, buying groceries because of uh, this uh, little word called inflation. So let me let me dive in. I'll give you a little bit of, of history, Karen. This is interesting. You know, inflation's become one of the most popular words this year, and we didn't have much inflation for many years. And now, for a number of reasons, even my uh, 
13 year old son is telling me, Hey, inflation's really bad. My Legos cost me 10 more dollars. <laughs> so that's funny, I, Chad. I, I think everyone's aware of what inflation is. And uh, it is in, in effect when, you know, milk at the grocery store or eating out cost significantly more. And and we know it's not what the government's saying. It's not seven or eight percent. It's it's double that at a minimum. And in some areas, it's much more. Uh, if you go out to restaurants, or um, you know, obviously fuels very high under the current administration. So let me give you a little bit of history on inflation because we had some some information come out this last month that inflation had peaked. Now this is what the media is saying. So uh, you know. Take that with a grain of salt. But what media is saying is uh, we had some stats come out that said inflation has actually peaked and it started to come down. And of course, you know, the current administration is going to use that, you know, as talking points of why they're so amazing. But interestingly, there were two major periods of high inflation in the United States. One was after World War II, right? We all know what happened with the the greatest generation and you know everyone came home from war and started uh building houses and and starting families there was very high inflation in the in the 1940s but what happens in the 1940s was it had a double dip so we're we're recording this here at the end of the year and you know Karen when you go to those christmas parties and you want to you get that fun dip you know, and, and you want to get those chips and you want to dip, but you can't double dip, right? That's not allowed. Right. <laughs> well, so, no one, if they don't see you double dip. <laughs> well, Dave, Dave might double dip, but yeah. So you want to double dip if it's a really good, you know, you're at a Christmas party and someone's brought this amazing, uh, amazing item. But in economics, and I use that just as a joke, but in economics, double dip inflation happens quite often. So in the 1940s, uh, after World War II, we had really high inflation in the United States, and then it came down, and then it went right back up and even higher than where it was before. Now, fast forward to the 1970s, we had um, President Nixon take, uh, take us off the gold standard, and we had this thing called the oil embargo in 1973. I'm giving you a little fast history here, but I want to make a point as we think about 2023, just like in the 1940s, in the 1970s, inflation went really high and it came down and then it went even higher. So we call that double dip inflation. Now, what the media is not telling you is this is probably what's going to happen in 2023. So I'm predicting that we're going to see inflation go back up and it could go back up even higher than what it has been reported of here at the end of 2022. If history is any indicator from the 1940s and the 1970s, you know, we really want to manage our resources expecting that inflation is going to go back up. Now that's a big a big takeaway and that's one of the things we'll be talking about at the Wealth Builders Conference and some of our other events is how do you protect your business? How do you protect your financial resources? How do you invest in real estate based on what we think is going to happen in the markets? Now, 
I say all that because the stock market, and Karen, you and I were talking about this before we came on, but uh, the stock market has had quite a wild ride in this year in 2022, uh, as has real estate, but, but certainly stock markets have been in what we call a bear market, which just means stocks are down more than 20%. And that's the definition of a bear market. Now, interestingly, in the last four to six weeks, there's been a lot of hopefulness in the market that that the worst is behind us with inflation, that the Federal Reserve will not raise rates as much or as uh, aggressively as what we had anticipated. And what I want to tell everyone here in the wealth builders community is I don't necessarily buy that. I think that is not going to be the case. And Billy Epperhart and I have talked about this several times, and I know he shares this opinion of it's probably going to be more of a recession next year than what everyone is thinking right now. Sometimes we get a little excited, Karen, at the end of the year. It's, you know, we take some time off or with holiday travel and we kind of forget about, you know, some of the actual things going on. But uh, I want to, stress to everyone that we need to all have a really good financial plan going into 23 because you know and the markets are not expecting it and that's usually when when you're not expecting something that's usually when it happens so for those of you investing in the stock market I'm really going to encourage you here you know evaluate what you're investing in and um, you probably want to look at making some changes to be a little offensive and uh, get ready for some really good buying opportunities, which we'll talk about at at the conference, because that is usually when you make your money. You know, it, when you're buying real estate, you make your money when you buy, and same way with stocks, uh, you make your money when you purchase it. One other thing I want to share, and then um, we can kind of talk more about the outlook is interest rates. Everyone's talking about the interest rates, interest rates. And, you know, Karen, we were talking about mortgage rates and how they've they've gone up and they've kind of come back down. And what the Federal Reserve is hoping to do is not raise interest rates as much as, as necessary. But when you raise interest rates, it is, um, you're really doing it until something breaks. And so I really believe what Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve are doing is they are going to have to keep raising rates more than they really want to. And the reason is the job market is pretty strong right now. There's actually really good, you know, job reports and that just means the economy is is hotter or it's growing more than what the federal government wants, which sounds a little weird to say that, but that is what causes inflation. So we want to buckle up for 2023. I think we will see a full-blown recession uh, in real estate prices as well as in the stock market. And I want to make a comment on gold. We get a lot of people who ask us about gold and, and gold is a good store of value. Many of you have heard Billy talk about it or read about it in, in his books, you know, but you don't want to put all your money in gold. You want to be very diversified you know, like Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 11, you want to invest in seven or eight different things because you don't know what what will come upon the land. Uh, we think gold's a great asset, but here's here's just a quick history lesson on gold is 
when interest rates are going up, now remember gold doesn't pay you a dividend. Like if you own a piece of real estate, you're getting a rent check, right? If you own a stock and it pays a dividend, you're getting money. And remember, as an asset is anything that puts money in your pocket. So gold pay you, you know, mailbox money, but it is a very good store of value. Now, what that means for us as investors is as long as interest rates are going up, the price of gold is not going to take off and go to the moon. Now, the minute, the month, whenever this happens, and I don't, I don't know yet what, what month this is going to be, but whatever month the government stops raising interest rates, you're going to see gold and silver prices really take off. And so that's something we're going to talk a lot about at the conference is, okay, how do you position your resources into these different assets, gold, silver, real estate, stocks and bonds? What's the best combination? And for some of you listening, you're at different ages and stages. And so it, it, it depends. It depends on your situation, which is a lot of what we talk about at Wealth Builders Investments is you need a personal plan for how you're going to navigate what we think is going to be some chaos coming in 2023. So I'll stop there, Karen, and uh, we can talk more about that or any other topics. Yeah, that's so great, Chad. I have about three questions that I want to ask you. You know, when we look at what happened recently with the cryptocurrency where people lost billions of dollars, we always get a lot of questions on cryptocurrency. So what's your view on that? And I know we'll be covering this in more detail with the upcoming free webinar that we'll be sharing with people at the end of this podcast. But what's your view? Like what happened and uh, was there any way to prevent it? And what is it going to do for cryptocurrency in 2023? Wow. Yeah, we do get a lot of questions about crypto and and, and Billy's shared this before, and, and he and I are on the same page with this. You know, the blockchain technology is definitely here to stay. I mean, this is think of think of crypto in in, ter in two terms: digital currency and blockchain technology. And for those of us old enough to remember the '90s, the internet. Uh, now I know Al Gore created it, Karen. <laughs> um, but but the internet was in its infancy in the early to mid 90s, email, internet. You know, there were companies like Netscape and AOL and MySpace. Um the, the world of crypto is very much like the 1990s for the internet, right? Google wasn't here yet, Facebook wasn't here yet. And so it's you gotta play the long game with this type of technology. And just like gold and silver, I don't think cryptocurrencies are going to really take off again until they stop raising interest rates. Because remember, they, they don't pay a dividend. And so that's a large part of why crypto has crashed. Now, the whole thing with, with FTX and the Ponzi scheme there, we'll have to address that on another, on another podcast. But that, I think, really, to answer your question, there's no doubt that the federal government is going to heavily regulate crypto. And in fact, I just saw a news article today um, that was talking about crypto will become a regulated security. Now there's good and bad 
you know, benefits to that. Right. So my concern with digital currency is just how much the governments are going to get involved and track what you do and who you are and what you support. And the whole point of crypto was to be able to have, have it decentralized, you know, right. That's the, so I, you know, I, I think you got to be careful with it. Um, you know, I do own uh, some different ones, but um, I, I think we'll see more in the news in 23. But uh, I think crypto can go lower, you know, before before we see it turn around. Great. Thank you. The, the next question I have is just talking about real estate. We were visiting before we got on this podcast about where the real estate market is going and how Bill Bronchuk always says, you know, it's really a local market. You can't just make one call on every real estate market, but the latest projections that came out, I think this came out from Zillow, is they're expecting about a 10% drop in values. Do you think we're going to hit bottom in 2023? Well, I'd love the... I love to get Billy's input on that one. That's a good question. I think, you know, I've worked in financial markets 20 plus years. And one of the things I always learned from mentors and people much smarter than me was you can never predict the exact bottom or the exact top. And so if you think of the the top as the penultimate of greed and the bottom as the ultimate fear, you know, right. You, you, you probably never going to hit it perfect. And if someone says they did, I, I might question if they're even telling the truth, but I think, you know, like we talk about inventory levels, I agree with your comment. It's, it's, it's a local market, you know, for real estate, whether it's residential or commercial multifamily. So I think those inventory numbers are, are really huge as you talk about Karen uh, of what in certain markets, there's always a deal somewhere. I talked to someone this last week that their friend bought a property that had been destroyed by Hurricane Ian, you know, and, um, you know, terrible situation, but people are selling, selling their lots for pennies on the dollar because they just want out, you know, it's too much to have to rebuild from. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, I, I do think we'll probably see, I don't know if it'll bottom in 23, but I think we'll start to see more buying opportunities, you know, second half of next year and into 24, but there's always opportunities depending on a seller's motivation or situation. That's really great. And that's what Billy says too. Like you always want to find out the situation of the seller. And I talked about that in depth last week. If you guys uh, listening want to learn more about that, I think the topic was like 10 keys to finding bargain properties and so, Chad, that's really helpful, too. It's not something to be afraid of. It's something to be aware of and just make sure you're analyzing the market and maybe even figuring in a decrease over the next year so that if you're doing a flip or something like that, you're not going to get caught in that that time mm-hmm. of a decreased value. Mm-hmm. And finally, sometimes the, it, the it's hard sometimes to understand where the Fed starts and ends versus the government. How much is the government actually controlling the Fed? So as we look into 2023 with the change in the House, that that is going back to the Republicans, will that have any impact on the economic outlook for 2023? Well, that's a great question. 
And we'll talk about that more in our uh, 2023 Economic Outlook webinar, which we'd love for everyone to join. Historically speaking, I kind of like history a little bit, you can tell here, but I did some research for another uh, podcast and let's just the stock market here briefly. The stock market likes a combination of a Democratic White House and a Republican House of Representatives. Now, why I can't tell you, but historically, when those when you have a and this is what we have right after the midterms, so so that's why I'm bringing it up. We we're going to have a Republican controlled House and a Democratic White House that creates gridlock, and so gridlock to the markets is a positive thing. What it hopefully means is that we won't see excessive egregious spending bills that just fly through and add to the to the debt because the the debt of our nation is concerning to say the least and so that i think is one big takeaway that the economy the markets will view that as a positive you know right now i mean but the the tail that wags the dog here is 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 interest rates you know right that is going to be the biggest factor and that's not voted upon by congress that's really Jerome Powell and his his buddies that decide, okay, how much are we going to raise rates? Now, if the market starts really rolling over and we have a heavy recession in 2024, what happens in 2024? Well, that's a presidential year. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes political, right? And so mm-hmm. do the powers that be put pressure on policymakers to not to try and prop back up the economy? And we'll talk about that on the outlook because I have some thoughts on what that uh, what will happen, just based on historically, you know, on that. So I think the economy is so strong; it's much stronger than people realize, Karen. And and job market's good. That's all positive, but that's just going to mean rates have to go higher, which is not good. No, that's not good. Chad, that is so helpful. And I think you're so knowledgeable and the insight that you offer is so valuable to us. And we did mention, we've got a free webinar coming up on December 21st. And it's something that you and Billy are doing together. It's a 2023 economic outlook. And so for those of you that are listening, we want to invite you to be a part of this. Uh, It's completely free of charge and it's sort of going to be a preview into the February Wealth Builders Conference where Chad will have a a main session. He'll also have a whole whole track of workshops that are on investments. We'll also have real estate and business. It's going to be an amazing conference. But if you are interested in attending that webinar, go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash events. And we'll have that webinar there where you can Click on and register and we'll send you a link to that webinar. Uh, And then also that's the same page that you go to to register for the upcoming conference. Again, February 16th through the 19th. If you can come in person to Denver, Colorado, it is such an amazing time. You know, all of us getting together, people that hear the sound in the spirit that Billy talks about. And Chad, you'll be there. I'll be there. Dave will be there. We've got all of our Wealth Builders team, Billy and Becky, can't wait for this. It's just their favorite conference of the entire year. So we'd love to see you there. Uh, so, Chad, thanks again for being this on this great. podcast. Yeah, this was really fun. Yeah, I'm excited for the economic outlook. You know, when we recommended doing this to Billy, he got really excited and 
Mm-hmm. You know, Billy, I know we'll have some new charts just talking about real estate and, mm-hmm. and gold and other things. So I think that's going to be a really dynamic webinar on the 21st and uh, really give you a flavor for what you need to be doing. How do you need to position yourself going into the new year? Because that's that's pivotal that we as believers position ourselves well and we understand what's going on and and how to take action. Awesome. Thanks again, Chad. And thanks all of you for being a part of the Wealth Builders family and uh, for listening to this podcast every week. We just pray blessings over you and just encourage you to make it a great rest of the day. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on Wealthbuilders.org.